Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one of a kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Now, the number of accidents and indeed fatal accidents in the farming community it's disturbing and I guess here on a mostly city based radio station it's it's not something that crosses the radar all that often but when you look into it it's it's frightening the number of serious accidents and indeed fatalities that happen on farms and there is a new organisation in place a new programme in place called Embrace Embrace Farm and Norma Rohan is a founder of Embrace Farm and joins me. Norma, good morning to you. Good morning, PJ. It is something that I guess as a city-based radio station, we don't possibly look at in enough depth until something turns up in the newspaper or on the main radio news. But there are quite a lot of serious accidents in the farming world and many of them fatal. There are. Well, I guess from a city, uh, for city people, I guess we're all not that far removed from from a farming background, I guess, at the end of the day. And, you know, we all eat food every day, three times a day. So we, we it is important that we keep our farmers safe. Mm-hmm. Um, the statistics around far, farming accidents, on average, there's about 20 farmers every year that will die in a farm-related uh, fatality. Wow. Um, yeah, Chagas do research every other year and they estimate that there are between 2,000 and 2,500 farmers being injured on our farms every year. Now, that's from a quite minor injury right up the whole opposite spectrum of a, a life-altering um, severe injury um, that will have a huge impact on a farmer's life and that farm family. What's your own story, Norma? Well, my own story um, is almost 10 years ago this coming June, I was home from the hospital after having my first child and uh, the following day, the public health nurse came to visit and while she was in the house, an accident happened down the yard in our farm where my father-in-law um, was taking apart a piece of machinery and it fell apart and it hit him on the head and it knocked him and my brother-in-law to the ground. Mm. Now, they both got up from it and they both walked away from it, but within 40 minutes, um, my father-in-law had um, gone into shock. He'd received a, 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 a huge injury, a brain injury. Um, he was taken to hospital where he was placed on life support that evening and three days later those machines were switched off so our week that began with the birth of our daughter uh, ended with the death of granddad it was an awful week so Mm. oh my god that was a terrible thing that was a terrible thing to happen 
It, it was an awful thing to happen. Um, and, you know, anyone, I guess, listening this morning, you know, they know how family and neighbours and your community, they rally around you when something awful happens. And the same happened just 10 years ago. You know, our, our neighbours and our community, they came to milk our cows and feed them and look after all that side of things for us and made the tea and did car parking, did all of those things that we needed. Um, but over time, you know, all those people have to go back to their own lives and their own jobs and I guess when we went to look for some type of support um, it wasn't there to be found Um, so hence Embrace Farm was set up in 2014. Tell me about it who runs it is it all run by volunteers or who runs it? So uh, in 2014 you know a Brian wanted more for his dad than being one of those, on average, 20 people uh, a year die in farm accidents. You know, he, he like his dad to him was, was his mentor, he, his co-worker, his, his dad. Uh, he was also a husband and a granddad and, and, you know, very active in his community as well and well-respected. He was a champion ploughman. So we decided to start with a, a remembrance service where we would do a roll call of names and, you know, and, and name those people who had been died. They were important important and meant a lot to their families. Um, when we put the word out in 2014 for families to contact us with names, we got an overwhelming response. Uh, and with that came a whole load of stories as well. Um, so in 2014, we had the very first remembrance service. Uh, we met widows, we met survivors of accidents, we met dads who had been operating machinery where their children had died. We met adults like my husband, Brian, who were grieving the death of their dad. Mm. And each and every one of them had a set of circumstances and a story that was was <laughs> nearly worse than the next one. You know, widows with frozen bank accounts, no will in place, no life insurance um, you know, internal fallouts within families trying to deal with the business. So I guess once we heard all them, we felt we couldn't walk away. So then Embrace Farm was born from that and we set up a a board of directors and um, I now work for the charity running day-to-day operations. Um, um, So we're seven years on now and we have recently received a pot of funding from the Department of Agriculture to allow us to bring in a new programme that we're calling In Circle that will allow us to expand to not just supporting farm families following the death of a farm accident, but supporting farm families in all types of sudden and traumatic deaths in their family, whether it's a suicide or a sudden medical event, you know, a, a massive heart attack. You're left with the same practical problems afterwards. You're left with the cows still to be milked, to be fed, the silage to be brought in, the hay to be built. All those things have to happen. Mm. Yes, because if the farmer, well, the farmer may may have died, but like you said, the cows still need milking and, and the sheep still need shearing and all those things. They do, they do. You can't just put a sign up on the door saying the farm is closed, you know, the cows don't understand that. Uh, And I guess that's what our new programme is about then. It's about supporting farm families in the aftermath, about trying to pick up those pieces. Um, One, trying to emotionally support people. Uh, And then, you know, in particular widows or, you know, somebody who doesn't have a succession plan in place maybe or is wondering what will they now do with this farm? So there's a number of... um, we have a number of avenues that we'll be able to go down with those families uh, right. offering information 
offering guidance. Now, we won't be telling anybody what to do with their farm oh. business. That, yeah. That's theirs to do as they wish with. But, you know, sometimes they, it's about just explaining information. And if you choose a certain path, there may be certain implications, for example, like tax or something yeah. like that, yeah. um, that may not have been foreseen. In the case of a sudden death or serious accident, Norma, I guess, you know, wills might not have been exactly... Mm done properly or if done at all yes that, that's quite possible and IFAC have research out there that there's up to like 80% of farmers that don't have a succession plan in place so when you have a widow with young children and she's deciding what's best for her now will she keep the farm will she lease it will she sell it what, what will she do and then she has her children to take into account. She probably has her in-laws living beside her as well, you know, and she's burdened with all of those opinions. Some will be welcome. Some may not be welcome. Mm. And, you know, at the end of the day, she's left trying to make those decisions that are best for her and her, her yeah. children going forward. A simple thing so like having, a, uh, sorry to cut across you, having the spouse or partner as a signatory to the farming accounts because if the farmer dies and those accounts are just in, in, in his name or I guess in her name and not in the spouse's name spouse has no access Absolutely they're the laws of our land you know until probate happens and a will those bank accounts have to be shut down mm. um, until a will is executed so it would make life so much easier if you know uh, both um, partners uh, were unnamed on that bank account um, the the remaining spouse would have access to pay bills, would have access uh, to an income. You know, like if you're milking cows, the milk check will still be paid into the bank account, but you can't access it right. if you're not named on that bank account. Um, yeah, so there, there are many consequences to... Um, and I guess nobody likes hearing the thing about you have to have your affairs in order. But if you're running a business and you you have a family relying on you, uh, and in most farm cases, they have more than one family relying on them. They probably have their parents as well as their own yes. uh, spouse and children. It is important to have, you know, some affairs in order, um, you know, in the eventuality of something happening to you uh, suddenly. Okay. Well, your website is impressive and easy to... Uh, navigate as well. I was looking at it there earlier on this morning. I wish you well with it, uh, Norma. Lovely. Thank you very much, um, PJ. That website is embracefarm.com if anyone wants to get in touch with us. And we have our annual remembrance service on the 26th of June. If anybody wants us to give a name of their loved one to be remembered, just get mm. in touch with us. And is that in person or virtual? It's both this year and we're delighted to have the families back this year in person uh, but we'll also live stream it because I think people are getting used to watching mass, mass on the telly now and everything so it'll be live streamed and it'll be on RTE the following Sunday the first Sunday in July uh, at the normal mass time slot. Well, remind us again when it's on and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll mention it when it's coming up. Thank you very much. That's Norma Rowan uh, the founder of Embrace Farm. Courts 96 FM Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 